0: More than ever, Australians are asking that slightly uncomfortable question. How do we feel about the Melbourne Cup? For most people, it's a once a year thing. They have a bet on Cup Day. We're just asking the question, how do you feel about Melbourne Cup? Are you going to boycott the Melbourne Cup? Like everyone, like you're not special if you love animals. Everyone loves animals. When you see an animal put down because it came up lame after a horse race or obviously you see the footage that was on Four Corners a couple of weeks ago, you just have these feelings of, what, is this for humans' entertainment? Like is, how morally wrong is this? Yeah. But I guess I see it ultimately that, uh, yes, horse racing can be dangerous, uh, like any sport, like rugby league players do their shoulders, you know, or yeah. um, or people in in car races, flip cars, it's,
1: you know. It's by choice, though. As a human yeah, being, is, you're in h- there is, by choice, yeah, whereas right. the horse knows nothing else. Look, my mum and dad are opposing on this. My mum's a dressage rider, okay, and, and horses do get her doing that. And look, you'll know if you've had anything to do with horses, they're actually a very fragile animal. So even if you're not racing and you're just riding this horse every now and again – a horse will find a rock in a paddock somewhere and injure itself. They're actually very uh, fragile. And unfortunately, when they break a leg, they need to be put down, euthanized. Okay. Anything to do with horses. Yeah. Okay. That can happen. Whereas the other side of that coin is I always knew that there was problems with the horse racing industry and what they were doing with horses that weren't up to scratches to such and, and where they ended up. Okay. That rumor has been out forever. We've finally seen the footage. To confirm that rumour. But having said all that, I kind of always knew and I was kind of okay with horse racing. But this is the first year I've really seen, uh, like for instance, there's a Twitter hashtag Nup to the Cup and all these sorts of things. And I'm just wondering now, I think there's more and more people against the Cup than there's, than there's ever, ever been, been I think. Before. I think so too.
0: Uh, we know we have lots of people who work inside the racing industry yeah. who listen to us and we'd love to hear from you. My position is that I think that people who work in the horse racing industry love horses. They're drawn to that industry because they love horses. They're not about abusing horses.
1: There was even one jockey. She saw her own horse on that special. Yeah. And, yeah. and she didn't even know that yeah. that horse had gone on to live that. She thought her, the horse that she rode, and quite successfully, has gone on to a nice, to r- happy paddock. retirement yeah. somewhere. Naomi's called us from Calandra. What do you say? You're going to say nup to the cup? No, I'm not.
2: Tell us why. I actually, I'm a horse rider as well. Yep. And I saw just a small portion of that on TV the other week. Yep. And none of those horses were in racing condition. They'd been through many homes before they got to there. Right.
1: Right. So you're so saying you can't blame the horse racing industry for those horses being... Not cured. entirely. Yeah.
2: Yep. Not entirely. And as you said before, it happens everywhere. We've had horses break their legs in paddocks. Yes. Yep. That's true, and that you know, happens. And okay,
0: so now you're my happy. My issue
2: with the Melbourne Cup is that the field is too big. Ah. What does that mean? There's too many horses in such a small area. Okay, right. sure. Oh, right. Okay. okay.
0: So they shouldn't have the 24 horses that they run because that's how they, we have this quite heavy breakdown rate is because they're, um, they're whacking each other on as they go round. I just think it's
2: dangerous when there's so many horses in such a small area all trying to get to the end.
1: And, Naomi, you will watch the Cup tomorrow? You will stop and have a look? Um, I'll watch it when I get home from
2: work because we don't have a TV at work. Yep. But, you know, I I do know a lot of people in the racing industry too.
1: Yeah. And
2: I've – look, you know, I might be naive, but I've not met any that didn't really love their horses. Yeah,
1: Yeah, look, and and that's a really interesting point, Naomi. Having said that, uh, you know, how do you avoid something that's been part of uh, Australia's history since 1861? Mm. I mean, I, don't, I, couldn't, I couldn't name anything else that Australia has done for this long mm. as a group. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? And of course, Melbourne bases its old
0: oh, yeah. calendar around it. Yeah. They
1: get a day That's off right. down there. You know, it's a huge event. Uh, Marie joins us from Majimba. Will you say no to the Cup? Will you boycott the Cup this year, Marie?
2: I've always boycotted the Cup. I'm like your mother, uh, ex-dressage rider. Yep. Uh, look, Australian racing industry has always been quite cruel. Uh, you'll find the European racing industry much kinder to the animals. Right. But one thing I will say, this has been going on for years. Yeah. Uh, you bet on any form of horse racing you agree with it. I don't mind them actually euthanizing or killing horses, using them for the meat market, but they've got to do it humanely. We've all got to face facts that some of those race horses. Just don't belong
3: in the average person average rider's hand.
1: Drew joins us from Noosa. What about you, mate?
3: No, having you boycott something that's so much fun. Um, you know, you got to look at. I look at it this way. I'm not a person who activistly or actively looks at the the problems and issues that sits behind something like the racing industry. I think, like most Australians, we know that they occur. I would like to see. Australia in the racing industry fix some of the problems, you know, address them properly and address them um, in, in in formal ways so that they improve the system. But just boycotting and cutting out stuff that has been in our society for a long, long, long time, what do we then replace it with? And how does our society swing as a nation? What do they start betting on next? What do they invent to bet on? What, what goes up a black market or underground? Do you and know
1: what the, I mean? That, that's the other problem is there's a real chance you can drive this underground much like so many other, you know, risque kind yeah, of sports. Yeah, I mean, Mark, and uh, humans, events.
3: Will, humans will bet on two cockroaches going up a wall.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, so I think it's in the nature of gambling and betting and competition and race and so forth. The fact we use animals, yes, uh, we always have. Can we humanely improve the treatment and the sport? I suppose we can. I'm not an expert. But at the end of the day, just boycotting things and cutting things out of society and telling everyone that they're bad and you're evil for enjoying it, I don't think it's the right way to go. I think, you know, to be able to do it, to change it is to do it slowly and pragmatically and look at it effectively, not just boycott everything.
1: Yeah, look, I think the trick is here to, I mean, self-regulation is a problem has been around since the 90s, and it's not the only industry that has problems with self-regulation, and I I think that is the problem. We need outside inspectors to sort of monitor where all this is going, who's up to what, blah, blah, blah. And I know that sounds like more government regulation, but we're at the point. uh, It doesn't sound good to me at all. No, but we're at the point now where we're going to lose the industry, where they'll just shut things down, and you don't want that.